Hello, I'm Rob Beckett. And I'm Josh Whittacombe. Welcome to Parent in Hell, the show in which Josh and I discuss what it's really like to be a parent, which I would say can be a little tricky. So, to make ourselves, and hopefully you, feel better about the trials and tribulations of modern-day parenting, each week we'll be chatting to a famous parent about how they're coping. Or hopefully how they're not coping. And we'll also be hearing from you, the listener, with your tips, advice, and, of course, tales of parenting woe. Because, let's be honest, there are plenty of times when none of us know what we're doing. Hello, you're listening to Parenting Hell with... Lucy. Rob. Beckett. Good, and can you see Josh Widdicombe? Josh Widdicombe. Good job, sweetheart. Oh, that's Scottish, but it sounded South African at the start. Play the start again. Here we go. You see Rob Beckett. Rob Beckett. Good, and can you see Josh Widdicombe? No, it was Scottish all the way, actually. I'll, I'll retract that, Josh. Scottish all the way. Josh Widdicombe. Here we man. Rob Beckett. Do you know what you've got? You've got an array of voices, and you don't use them as much as you, you know, you could. You've got them in your armory. Do you know That's what? how good you are. You, I think it. I always thought that I couldn't do accents, but I'm getting better at them actually. York, yeah. I've got Yorkshire. I've got that lot. Scouse, I can do Manchester's yeah. all right. It's got Robert, can do we man? But normally You're it's like quite an aggressive. impressionist, but you just do large regions rather than single people. That's yes, how it works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do spitting image, but I'd just be a, a woman from Wigan. <laughs> pie eaters, St. Ellen's. That's like pie eaters because he ate pies. Have you heard that? They're called, I think people from St. Ellen's or call people from Wigan pie eaters. Pie eaters. Yeah, because I, I said, yeah. is it because they hate pie? And they got to eat pies. Are pie eaters? But they, but they call them pie eaters. But everyone eats pies, don't they? Not like they do in St. Helens slash Wigan. I don't know who's who. Have I told you about the Portsmouth Southampton names? Have we about done this? No. No. Well, I think it's like, um, let's call them skates or something. Skates. I think it's skates. I think they're called skates because they fuck the fish. They, they accuse the people from Portsmouth of fucking fish. What? Like True McClaw? Who's True McClaw? He's in The Simpsons. He gets accused of having... Te- There's like a rumor, long-running rumour that he had sex with a fish. Well, so basically, Southampton are called scummers by Portsmouth, but Southampton, I think, called Portsmouth skates because of all the Navy. And a basically, a skate is basically to describe naval sailors because that they accuse them of fucking fish. And not any old fish, the skate. Because if, if you look at a skate... It's it's yeah. an easier fish to fuck if you if oh that, from a word. clearly. This is not the start to the podcast we wanted. <laughs> but my argument at least say right, make so, love to Rob. So, make love to okay. So the skate fish is the easiest fish to make love to. But my argument would be: surely you don't need to call them skates. Surely fish fucker is a good enough insult. Because if you if I said someone said to me he's a fish fucker, I wouldn't go. Yeah. Hold up, what fish? No, of course. That, 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 like, <laughs> if, you're, if you're making love or shagging a fish, I'm out. I'm not your mate. I'm done. It's not like, oh, he only does cod or adduct. Do you know what I mean? It's not like, oh, it's skate. Also, I've just Googled a skate and... Even for a fish, it's unattractive. Like, it's an unattractive fish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're going to have sex with a fish, the skate isn't the... It pro- wouldn't even be in my top ten. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, the poor old skate. Um, anyway, let's let's get back to um, that child yeah. that we were listening to. That child to. that we were talking about. <laughs> it's got a lovely Scottish child who said our names at the start of this before we went fish fuck yeah. crazy. 
Hi, Rob and Josh. <laughs> this is Ewan and Chloe having a go at your into. intro, I think they mean. There are twins. Oh, we've got a second one. Mm. Can you see Rob Beckett? Rob Beckett. And can you see Josh Widdicombe? Josh Widdicombe. Well done, sweetheart. Oh. I can see that at last, um, They seem nice. They're twins who very inconsiderately arrived on my birthday three and a half years ago. I'm not sure what Euron's referring to at the end unless it's nursery key workers actually listening to the podcast too. You never know. I only found your podcast a few months ago when doing some DIY and I'm so glad I did. It made me feel much better about my parenting and makes me realise that what my kids do or don't do is actually pretty normal. Been making my way through the episode while painting the garden fence, which is taking bloody ages. The neighbours may think I'm getting high off the fumes. I'm laughing so much. Keep up the great work being sexy and relatable. Look forward to the book. Lots of love. Kirsten, Hubby Andrew, Ewan and Chloe from Lanarkshire. Bit of a humble brag, that, isn't it? Oh, painting the fence, taking ages. The thing is with three acres is you've got to fence it. <laughs> I'll be honest with you, Robin's own too. I can knock out painting a fence in 20 minutes. <laughs> What have you done today? I painted the fence and the house. Yeah, just one of those tiny little pots of paint that people get when they're making when they're painting lead figures. Yeah, that yeah. kind of thing. That's yeah. all I need. Your house is like a bookmark, isn't it? It's very long yeah. but narrow. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, how are you, Josh? Ah, uh, it's nice to talk to you. That's that's a pleasure, Rob. Oh, we're good. Oh, it's been a chatting. stressful few days. Rob. What's happened? Oh, it's just been... I'm just... I'm burned out, Rob. Do you know what? <laughs> What's happened? 24 hours ago... Yeah. Because I've been away. I've been doing... Five, I was in the north for five days. OK, you can't say it like I, that. It sounds snobby. No, 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 no. no. I don't <laughs> oh, mean it like you. that. Where was you? No, no, what I mean <laughs> oh, is... you were just there, I'm, existing I'm, in the north. <laughs> no, what I mean is... I was in the north. A lot of travelling. I was about to go. I, I hadn't finished my sentence. What, so how long you got left there? Another year? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm on fire today. I've had a, I've had a double. I've had a double coffee. Yeah, you have. Oh, um, sorry, go Oh, my word. I was in the north because I am. Um, yeah, this this tour's still going. <laughs> oh, mate, I'm off to Blackpool later. You don't get more yeah. north than Blackpool. So, this tour, which started October 2019, yeah. um, is still going, which is fine. <laughs> but. I've, it doesn't... Doesn't make sense, does it? The dates I've, don't it, make sense. I've got too much on, Rob, <laughs> because I'm not meant to be still doing this tour. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So, so. Yeah, but also as well, because normally when you book a tour, it's logical. So you go to, yeah. you go to say, you go Birmingham, then you go up to Leeds, and then maybe up to Blackpool, and then maybe all the way up to Carlisle. And then you go from Carlisle yeah. down to York, and then to like Northampton, and then back to London. So you're only ever doing an hour or two drive. Yeah, exactly. And do you know what? <laughs> They weren't a million miles from each other, but they were a million miles from my house. But because I've got so much on in June, Rob, yeah. so it's not even work. It's like work or going away or... Well, that's the thing, all the fun stuff happened, don't they? Yeah. So basically, we've got our book deadline at the end of June. Yep. And I've got something in my diary for every day of June. Right, OK. The publishers do listen to this and the people buying the book. So are you... <laughs> No, I know, I know so you're I'm not the saying, best salesman. No, <laughs> so what I'm saying, Rob, yeah. is that I... The book's taking priority, obviously. Yeah, the, the book, right? <laughs> <laughs> is that my book deadline is the end of fucking May, is what I'm saying. Because right, once I'll it see, hits yeah. June... 
So basically, I was in the north for By five the way, days. Guys, my, di- my, my diary's planning out perfectly, so my half of the book's going to be excellent. So <laughs> my half's going to be good. Oh, no, no, it's I just my life got... that's awful. <laughs> okay, so, so let's get this straight. You're committing to the book, so the book's going to be great, but your life's terrible. And I think, as a business partner of yours, I think that's a good decision. What I'm saying is, Rob, the last five days <laughs> I've spent in a hotel writing in the day before getting in a car, going to the gig, coming back to the hotel, going to bed, waking up at 8 a.m. I'm writing. Yeah, that sounds like a fun job. Yeah, it, it is for the yes. first two days, and then you find yourself going slowly insane <laughs> because you know when you work in the day, yeah. you get the evening off. Yeah. But you know when you're normally doing a gig, you get some time in the day to relax. <laughs> but the moment you finish the writing, you get in the car to go to the gig. You do the gig. You go back to the hotel. You get in bed. You wake up. You start writing again. <laughs> And you're like, I don't know who I am anymore. <laughs> you're a creative man. You've been trafficked. Then, You've been trafficked by the media world. And then I go. So the last one is in Middlesbrough. Near Middlesbrough Town Hall. Oh, yeah. mate, you're going to. Can I say something? No, no, no. I did it. I did Middlesbrough Town Hall. The last one. Oh, you've done run. it. How hot was it? Or did they turn the heating off? I know the heating was all right. There was a, there was a pub outside the <laughs> dressing room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the karaoke bar. The karaoke bar. <laughs> yeah. It was more. Rob. It was so loud. Before 5pm, yeah. we got there at 4 because we'd been turfed out of our hotel. And also I needed a bit more time to do some writing in the dressing room. <laughs> nice dressing room, though. They put in a spread, didn't they? Lovely dressing room. What Chuck a spread. Board. Oh, yes. And they, and they knew I was vegetarian. So, oh, it was lovely. Fucking baba ganoush everywhere. But you're just watching. You're just watching the pub called the Central. Yeah, right. It's a lively pub in Middlesbrough, that isn't it. Well, before five p.m., I'd seen so there's at least ten people smoking outside. Before <laughs> five p.m., I'd seen someone pick up the bouncer, a member of the a member of the public. Yeah, and I'd also seen a woman crying before five p.m. Rob. <laughs> before five p.m. on a Wednesday. <laughs> When I did Middlesbrough Town Hall, it was a 22-degree day in, like, March, weirdly, for no reason. And it, the room was like a sauna. And I said, Alan, mate, um, what, it's really hot in here. Can we, can we turn the heating off? And it was on full. We went, no, no. Basically, central heating's on full until April, and then it goes off until September. Oh, well, uh, luckily, I, I, luckily, I've been rescheduled to May, Rob. Yeah, because they, they knew room. about my pale complexion. <laughs> so then I did Middlesbrough. Yeah. All the gigs were lovely. All the writing was fun. On its own merits. Yeah. Get in the car, get back, 3 a.m. Yeah. Oh, so you drove back from Middlesbrough? Yeah, because I needed to get back. Yeah, well, because you've got to get back and do some parenting, Josh. Got to get back, do some parenting, get up. Uh, he wakes up at 6 a.m. This, so I have three hours sleep. <laughs> See, the difficulty there is you've got in at three, you deserve the lion, but then Bruce has been I've getting been away up. for five I days. <laughs> No, you can't, can't go, a- now I'm going to have a, a lie-in. <laughs> That's just not on. I know, but, but your brain's going... Well, I, I remember once that happened to me, and I said to Lou, I had got in at like five in the morning, and the baby woke up at half five, and she went, Rob, you, you've got back from Trevor, you've got, you've, got, you've got to get up. And I went, Lou, I, if I do, I can't do this or I'll die. <laughs> she went, no, you won't. I went, yes, I will. <laughs> We're just we're just normal men. We're innocent <laughs> men. It's so unfair on both parties. There's no one who deserves to get up in that situation. No. Neither me nor Rose. No, okay. But you have to. You have to. Then rare ray of sunlight. Oh go on. Yeah, in in my intense week. <laughs> I go in, chance my arm, 
at just putting his dummy back in at 6am, seeing if it'll make any difference. <laughs> he feels very awake. He cries a bit as I leave. And then he goes back to sleep, Rob. Yeah. Till 8.15. So you've almost doubled your sleep. Yeah. I I hit... A, I had five hours. <laughs> Walking on air. <sighs> so then, then we get up, childcare. Then we have to go. Uh, childcare, so looking after children. <laughs> That's called yeah. <laughs> the way it's, you talk about it's like, it. It's like it's not. They're not your kids. No, I'm, I, do you know why? Childcare, babysitting these two children that look no, a lot like me. Why is because I feel so disconnected from it as well. I feel very guilty. Yeah, because my daughter isn't happy that I've been away. No, I'm finding that at the moment because I've been going away a little bit. It's bad. Because they're used to me from lockdown being home a lot. Yeah, exactly. And my lifestyle is probably away a couple of nights a week. And she plays up when I'm not there and I think it's because she's pissed off that I'm not there. Yes, and she's trying to get attention because then Rose's attention can't go to both, like, the yeah. baby and her. It's not ideal. I, I feel very bad about it. But because it's very difficult to go these gigs were rescheduled because of covid she just doesn't understand that <laughs> so then we have to go to do the walk around of uh the nursery that we're sending our son to in september to do a look around there oh god it's so stressful isn't it we're just normal but, but it's just it's just <laughs> it's nothing's that Medicine, bad man. in itself it's just everything is next to each other so oh, that was all good though the nursery all good school all good That's yeah good. all good go home and then I've got um, 90 minutes uh, to see my daughter and have a shower before I have to go to a corporate so was this a passion project or more of a sort of it was a passion project yeah. do you know one of the winners was a, was a former contestant from from um, The Apprentice was he? yeah who was that? Vincent something. Vincent from Apprentice 2011. You'd recognise him if you watch The Apprentice, which I do. Yeah, I don't really watch that. Um, but actually, I do, in case Tom Allen don't present the spin-off show anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Let's never talk yourself out of a job here. No, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, I love The Apprentice, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Definitely, yeah. So then, then I've got three hours downtime between the rehearsal and the corporate event. Oh, yeah, so you go up to London, you do the rehearsal, and... Go through, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So go through the auto queue and stuff. For people who don't know what that is, it's basically you're hosting an award to do at a hotel it's function. Awards do, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. And so I've got three hours, and then um, I think I can relax here a bit. And then Rose phones me to say our cat's ill, and she's gonna whether uh, starts asking me whether she should take it to the vet. What's wrong with the cat? She's just very. She's not in a good way. So Rose took her to the vet. She might. She's had blood tests, so we're waiting on those. Oh, no. So then I that filled that filled the three hours um, before the corporate event. Yeah, but so, so talk to me through this. So how is that filling the three hours? Because once she's told you, what are you thinking? Are you just worrying about the cat? Yeah, and also yeah, yeah. Um, it took about half an hour to try and work out because Rose can't drive, obviously, and there's an absolute world shortage on taxis at the moment. You can't get an Uber for love nor money near where we live. Right. So it was just working out where she could go to the. Bear, she's got the two kids as well. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. All of that stuff. Do you know what I mean? So then I get home at 11pm. Oh, no. First, I come off stage, look at my phone. You, they get your car home, don't they? I've got yeah. a text from the car to say, uh, sorry, we're going to be half an hour late. Yeah. At 11pm. But also, you don't you, you don't really want to be hanging around at the hotel because it's, no, full, of cause the it's people. full of people that have done the... Yeah. So I start walking through London looking for a black cab. Right. 
carrying my suit. And then I just find a black cab, get home, read for a bit to try and calm down, go to bed, don't really sleep very well, wake up at six. God, he's actually depressing. And then um, before taking my daughter to nursery, uh, we've, got, we've got to the point where we have to, the three years up, we have to renew our mortgage. So I had to fill in all the mortgage <laughs> renewal forms before taking my daughter to nursery. <laughs> Nice little 7am job. Because <laughs> I had no other time to do it. And then took my daughter to nursery. She was furious about a hairband. We, there was no, um, no taxis. We were very late. We got the bus. We went upstairs. I thought, oh, my God. Has she pissed herself? And then I realised, no. The bus stank of old piss. Oh, so she sat on the bus in the, in the we piss? We sat upstairs on the bus and it stinks of piss. But you're not in the piss. You, you no, just no, no. You know when a bus just stinks of piss. Josh, I don't like the sound of your life. <laughs> <laughs> so you got there stinking of piss. Then I treat myself to going to the gym. At least she won't be, you know, defined as the daughter of the bloke off the telly. She'll be the, just the girls that stinks of piss at school now. Oh, I thought you were going to say, yeah, the girl of the guy that <laughs> broke down in tears on the Hackney 425. Did you cry on the bus? No, but I felt like it. Yeah, just the, ammo- the ammonia. Is it the ammonia just brought Because I'm also not really getting to see my children during this. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's just so functional. Yes, of course. Yeah, because then whenever they come out of school, that's the difficulty. When they're in school, you don't see them that much, especially if you work in evenings, unless you get up in the morning. But you're so tired by then and you do mortgage form. Yeah. So you you're doing mortgage form, just <laughs> scanning a fucking form on your phone. You're trying to download six months of bank statements using the NatWest app. 8am. Yeah, no, that, that probably looks so far. Did you actually take any in, in any of the information about the mortgage? No, but get this. So my daughter, there was a piece of paper that was kicking around that was like half a letter about our mortgage. Didn't have yeah. any specific details, but it... Um, and she started, I, she said, can I draw right on something? There's loads of bits of paper everywhere with our signatures on that I need to scan. It's a mess. And I found a bit of paper she could write on that was so half a letter a about the mortgage. Just oh, you can do it on your phone now. You just take a photo of it. Uh, no, if you use the Notes app, as yeah. someone told me this, on your iPhone, and then click on the camera, it'll just scan every piece of paper. It's so good. Oh, really? Yeah, that is great. That is my take-home tip. Oh, so it's not all bad. Not scan all bad. documents. Oh, that's clever. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? So anyway. <laughs> yeah. She's, I give her a piece of paper that's half an old letter about our mortgage. She starts drawing and writing on it. She draws a rainbow, does some... She's got really into Art Attack, Rob, the TV show. Oh, really? Very on brand. Loves nostalgia, your kids. Yeah, yeah. No, but she's... So she's what... Because she's really into art. That's, like, mm. her obsession. You know how stressed I get about work, Rob? No. Do you get stressed? <laughs> She's she's inherited this gene. So if the art goes wrong, she'll flip out. Oh, so no. She's like really good at art, so we're trying to encourage it. Yeah. But on the other side, she'll draw a giraffe, a sheep, and then she won't like the dog and she'll go, the whole picture's ruined. And oh, it's no. like, it's an, absolute, it's an absolute tightrope. Is it like watching yourself? Yeah. It's not, not a million miles, Rob. Oh, God, because that's what you don't need, is it? When you're all a bit stressed and tired and vulnerable and you're working yourself up and then you see your kid do the same thing as you, then you start blaming yourself, don't you? Going, yeah. well, they've seen me do yeah. that now. Yeah. Now it's happening again. <laughs> it's his 
exaggerating, repeating itself. Do you know what I said this morning, Rob, to her? <laughs> that giraffe shit thrown no, in the bin? She was, she was <laughs> angry. We were trying to leave the house. She was angry because her ponytail was too loose, right? Classic, yeah, absolute classic. Yeah, I just said I'm not mentally able to deal with this at the moment. You said that to her? Yeah, she didn't really understand what I meant. <laughs> Oh, Josh. Have you got any downtime coming up with you and the kids or Rose? Well, can I just say, Rob, we're, we're doing this at 11.15. I've got, a, like, the reason I had to start on time is because Rose is going out, so I'm looking after our son at the moment this finishes. Right. And also, I was a bit, I left the gym at 11 and then I looked at the app and it said it's 11, 15 minutes to get home. So then... I've got so little downtime, Rob. I then had to run home from the gym to make it in time for this. Well, where's Rose going? Have you got tonight off? I've got tonight off, Rob. Oh, that'd be nice. I cannot effing wait. But I am. I am what I would describe as mentally fragile at this point. (laughs) Well, what you need is space. You need to do nothing. So don't do anything on your phone, no work stuff. Just sit there and be in the moment with your kids. And then when they go to bed, treat yourself to a nice takeaway or something. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch Succession. That's too taxing. Don't watch Succession. Can I give you a tip? Watch yeah. Jackass 4.5 on Netflix. <laughs> I do like Jackass. They're always That's what you over. need. You don't need Succession. You just need <sighs> seeing someone. I've just watched the end of series two, Rob. And there's a. I just want to know what happens. Yeah, I know. But also, don't you want to see what happens when you use your penis as a Godzilla? <laughs> watch that. that. Watch that. Another takeaway. It'll be much more relaxing than Succession. By the way, Rob. We've reached the point where um, we're going to have to move a couple of our lamps into the shed for the next year and a half, I think. The knickknacks are getting moved, are they? Yeah. What about all the other stuff on the glass coffee table in the front room? He's all right with that. That's it's, still, it's, still it's, there. It's, pla- it's plastic. No, but like the cut, there's like cutlery on it and plates and bowls. Have you moved them? No, no, no. It's just it's just um, candles now. Oh, because when I came out, it was sort of like... just to be very clear on that. <laughs> just candles and knives. Just the knife blocks there now. He's not into knives yet. No, exactly. He's in East London. Give him time. Yeah, oh, lovely bit of business. Sorry, uh, I've, I've whittled on. Whittled on, not whittled on, whittled no, on. No, don't worry. It's fine, mate. But genuinely, when I was running home, I thought I'm going to have a panic attack on the podcast here. <laughs> No, you're just very overworked, but let, let's just make it chilled. I've got loads to talk about. It's going to be all right, Josh. You've got some time off. To, what are you doing at the weekend? Oh, do you remember last summer when I was on the birthday party scene, Rob? Yeah, 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 big time. Big time. We've got a five-year-old birthday tomorrow. It's the start of summer. Lovely. Well, look, you've got a nice weekend with the kids. Just draw a line under what happened last week and take the pressure well, off yourself. because I need to get this book to a level so that I'm not <laughs> worrying about... So I'm not reading Chapter 16 during Glastonbury Festival. Right, yeah, but Josh, I think you over, you you over. There's editors for a reason to double check it all. You will go blind. You can't see the wood from the trees if you overthink it. So just get it down on paper and give it break space. You need space for things to be good. You can't do it all in one go. So just be kind to yourself. And I think you over prepare, don't you? You overwork. There is there is an element of me that doesn't know quite how to just uh, just chill out and enjoy the experience. Yeah, exactly. We'll practice that and see how that goes. I'm sure yeah. it'll be just as good than you double-checking every spelling. Because you went through all the punctuation and grammar, didn't you? It needs to be right, Rob. No, it doesn't. Not for you. That's why there's people and publishers that are, their job is grammar. I, I, I just can't. I can't submit something with a typo in it, Rob. <laughs> why not? I can. I know, and that's why it you're happy. It doesn't make it less that's interesting. That's happier than me. <laughs> well, that's the job. My job is to write funny and interesting things that people want to read, Yeah. 
Yeah, and I've then done that. that goes to a publisher, and then someone from the spelling and grammar police who <laughs> they've recruited Susie will Dan. check it. Susie Den, Susie Den. Oh, I don't know. It's just a little fact for people. She proofreads every book in existence. She Did does. You know that? She does. She's the only one. She's the only one who does it. You think she's looking at a dictionary on countdown? She's just actually getting some work done, isn't she? Because when you say like, "Oh, I've got to get this," but you you will go through every line to double check the spelling and grammar, won't you? You don't need to do that, Josh. No, I know. No, I know. delegate. Delegate. Okay. <laughs> do you want to hear about my wig? Yeah. Will it cheer me up? Uh, no, I've just come back from Paris with Lou. Oh, you fucking prick. Disneyland Paris? No, so it was her birthday. It's her birthday soon. And um, I took her to Paris um, for one night to go, yeah, to go shopping for a birthday present. Oh, my word. Look at um, you. I know. It was exciting, wasn't it? Well, basically, it's like we couldn't really get the babysitters for like, and I couldn't get time for work to go for like two nights. So I thought, why don't we just go for one night and, you know, go early and come back late? Cause, and that's essentially two nights. And then it feels a lot more fun and you haven't got the stress of trying to find people to have the kids. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah we went there and it was lovely. Um, however, though, we came back literally yesterday. As we were going in the train station to come home, there was thousands of piss scousers. And I was like, we have, we have been so lucky to oh survive God, this because they're all course. going there for the Champions League. But it was, it was great. And also, it's so quick to get to Paris. It's only two hours from London. And you go, you do the, all the border checks at London. And then when you get there, you go, you're like in the station, you're in the middle of Paris. Oh, mate. Lovely. It was lovely. So that was nice. But um, so that was only one night. But um, I, I did, though, I did take the, um, I've got loads of good little tips. And then I'm going to tell you about my girls come to my, come to my gig for the first time. Oh, yeah. I've seen the video footage. It's very sweet. It is sweet, isn't it? Um, a couple of little tips on Netflix. You know, the kids have all got American accents now, like because the, they're watching too much American stuff. Right. Yeah, yeah. On the audio, you can change it to British English. Oh, that's good. So That's if you good. don't, yeah, if you don't want them to be like, oh my god, there's like the British versions. Other one, when you go on holiday with the kids, this is a bit late for you, but anyone else with a summer holiday coming up, don't worry about taking loads of adapters for Spain or France. Take a British extension lead with one adapter. Oh yeah, I'm on this one. That is a You're classic. That's a good tip. I've never British I've extension never done it. lead and one adapter, and you get four British plugs. Bang. Unbelievable. Um, that with the you can scan on your iPhone. This is turning into one of the most useful podcasts that's ever existed. Oh, it's unbelievable, isn't it? So much, so much information. Also, my girls went back to gymnastics. You know, they oh, do yeah. gymnastics on a Saturday when they can, when we're not busy or whatever. Um, so they've had five weeks off um, and they've been back for two weeks. Two medals in two weeks. <laughs> Another tenner. Another tenner. So I don't know. They're, they're either Olympic level... Yeah. athletes that are just destroying all these gymnastic tests or Lou's got them on some sort of steroids. Yeah, just so you know, Rob, if, if you lived in the Soviet Union, those children would have been taken away from you by now and put on a 12-hour-a-day training programme. Oh, 100%. With their yeah, talents. I'd, it would, it would cost me about 15 grand a year, but a medals. They've got, I need someone to store them. I'm going to have to start getting like some big yellow storage box to put all their medals in. It's ridiculous. <laughs> um, and do so, they say what the medals are? Oh, some bullshit. I've got no idea, but all I know is I've not seen them do anything indoors that looks like gymnastics. Yeah. yeah and you yeah, think yeah, if yeah. you're medal worth, if you're, if you're getting medals for your gymnastics, you'd think you'd do a couple of, yeah. you know, like, I don't know what, roly-polies or handstands. My daughter does, um, she does ballet with her best friend on a Friday afternoon. Parents aren't allowed in, so we don't oh. really know what she's doing. Do you have that? <laughs> They've sort of come out quite happy and they've been in there half an hour and I'm happy. They come out smiling with another invoice for five quid. Such a good gig for Rose. Rose will go, I'll take her to ballet. And you go, oh, how was it? And she goes, 
me and John, who's the dad of my daughter's best friend, oh, we just went for a glass of wine while they were doing ballet and then we went and picked them up and it was... It's an absolutely unbelievable gig taking So Rose is just going out for a drink with John, this John guy. Who's John? <laughs> What's he look like? Is he tall? <laughs> he listens to the podcast, Rob. Because oh, he texted, yeah, because he texted me after um, after I said he should pick up the chaise long. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so he put the chaise long. Yeah. What does he do, John? <laughs> he's, he's happily married. I didn't ask that. I just what he did. Uh, he's a graphic designer. Graphic designer. Okay, and he sort of works from home quite a lot. I imagine so. He's quite present. <laughs> Um, anyway, the girls come to my gig. Do you want to hear about it? Yeah. So basically, Lou was like, well, let this be a nice idea, right? They're coming to South End, which is about an hour from my house. Anyway, yeah. Friday afternoon to the South End. They come out of school with the ump. It's a two-hour drive. Yeah. They're all kicking off in the house. I'm trying to get my stuff together because I'm doing the gig and then going down to Exeter after. So I'm trying to pack my bag. You are. But also go, has everyone had a wee? I can't remember the last time you weren't going to Exeter after. <laughs> oh my God. It feels so good this week not having to go to Exeter. Just going to Paris and back in two days was like, oh, it's nice having to commute a lot, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Just a quick in and out of Paris rather than, oh yeah, what are you doing tonight? Well, I'm going to Paris and Exeter and back and then having the morning breakfast in Paris. The last month. There's been a podcast about parenting by two men who've never seen their children. <laughs> <laughs> so the point where I'm dragging them to South End, they wanted to come. But they, uh, yeah, that's so they, oh, it was just carnage kicking out. I've never been so stressed trying to leave a house because you get, I'm quite, I need to pack my bag and work out what I'm doing. But then I'm like, has everyone had a wee? Have you eaten? Have you got a jumper in case it gets cold? Oh my God. And we drove up and they completely kicked off and they I were screaming. I thought you were going separately, you told me. Well, no, we drove up together. Then I was getting picked up from Southend to go to Exeter and then Lou drove home with the girls oh, right. at the interval. Before a two-hour show and a four-hour drive to Exeter, what you need is another two hours of driving your entire family to Southend yeah, on the M25 yeah, yeah. in Rush yeah, Hour. Yeah. Um, and they were just kicking off. And then eventually we get, got them some food, got on the motorway and they fell asleep for an hour. And it was the most peaceful hour ever. And then actually it was quite sweet because we got them to the venue and they went on stage and were like talking into the mic and we had loads of photos. So where did you do it in the show? So that, they came on to the sound check, empty room, and I took some photos and yeah. all that. And then they went off and they went in my dressing room. And then because it was so loud and stressful and I needed like 10 minutes to be quiet, I just found, I just went and sat in the toilet for an hour. <laughs> like, no, I was coming in and out of the dressing room, but I was like, I just need to clear my edit. Incredible. And then I did the opening of the show because it's quite a big opening with like my name being announced yeah. and they saw that. And then I had little st- seats set up for them and then they went off backstage for like half an hour because it's definitely not appropriate the, the content and then uh then i told her bring them back out at like quarter to nine when i finished for the first half and then i said um i got to uh this is quite fun as well in the interval i forgot that i was meeting some charity ticket winners i'll give away tickets to charity sometimes meet and greet where you they do an auction they don't and then they meet me in the interval and have a picture and then anyway so i met up with them and when i introduced my daughters i said i've got two very special people here tonight and then when i met the charity ticket winners they went we thought he was talking about us bless them i <laughs> <laughs> thought i was gonna get them up on stage um and i said got two very special people and um and then i brought them out and they just came out and were all giggly and kept on hiding behind my back but yeah. it was really sweet it was nice for them to see what i do do they understand then do you think have they talked about it since you haven't seen it <laughs> yeah <laughs> I don't know actually yeah John Lou's hanging around with this guy called John going for wine I'm sure he, does, he knows about it um, no but no I, I've seen him a lot this week actually to be fair but um, 
Yeah, they absolutely loved it, and and they got an idea. They was like they were so excited, and they, f- they felt it was fun. And I'm I'm really trying to make it clear to the girls. Like, when I go away to work, it's because you sort of need to go to earn money. But also, I, I'm very lucky that I enjoy my job, and you should yeah. enjoy your job. And it shouldn't be like, oh no, I've got to go and be a big heartbreaking thing. It, you know, it's good to be independent and go out and do stuff. You don't always have to be together and sort yeah. of like. I'm not upset that I'm leaving you not in a horrible way yeah, to my yeah, girls yeah, yeah. but like you know it's yeah, fine yeah. I'm not because um, I used to feel much a lot of guilt about my dad working so hard yeah. um, because he worked such long hours and I used to feel guilt like he was doing it just for us and when you're young you don't understand that well, no you're not really actually adding to the costs that much that's just what life is and my dad probably enjoyed the peace and quiet going out cabin when we were kicking off so I'm trying to make it clear but I think for your daughter she might really appreciate going to see one of your shows if you've got one near your house because at least she can see where you are and what you're doing and that you enjoy it and then she feels she's a part of it well the bad news the bad news for her rob is that i'm uh, i've got my final tour show on monday oh really your last one so that's done so we get in to near the end and Josh. then rob and then rob yeah i'm not gonna do stand-up apart from the three gigs i've got booked in that i'm contractually obliged to do <laughs> until until autumn 2023 really you're gonna have a year off stand-up i'm gonna have a year off stand-up I haven't told my agent, but I know she listens. That's what I've told myself. Well, I'll tell you what, line up those corporates, I'll gobble them up. Do you want Josh Whittacombe? Don't worry, Rob Beck is available. They, 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 they ready to go. They, they, don't, they don't count. That, that doesn't count as stand-up. I'm still doing them. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> You'll still dish out some awards. Is that what you're saying? some awards. Because you did really stop doing them for a bit, those ones, and I just did loads. Yeah, yeah. When you and Ramesh <laughs> stopped doing award shows, my, my lifestyle was absolutely outrageous. <laughs> I was, like a, I was like an Uber in East London. I couldn't move for work. Um, oh, but yeah, now you've started doing them again. My diary's a bit empty. But anyway, yeah. yeah, well, so yeah. I think it's good, though, to have a break from stand-up. And then when you do it again, you're really... Yeah, exactly. You know, I, need, I need a break. Well, I I'm going to have a break in 2020. Uh, when I'm, yeah, 2023, I'm going to have a break from stand-up. Because my tour yeah. finishes this November. And then we're doing the podcast tour. So we'll be focusing on that. And exactly. Then I want to be fresh for the podcast tour, Rob. Exactly. And then I'll be fresh again for 2024. Anyway, my fucking boring five-year plan. Oh, can I just tell you how it ended oh, with yeah, the yeah, gig? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically... They went on stage, absolutely loved it, said hello into the mic, giggled and ran off, and then I finished the half. Went backstage, they were absolutely buzzing with excitement. They gave him an ice cream from the interval, the venue, oh, South yeah. End. Thank nice. you very much. That'll be built and back to The kid, <laughs> it will, won't it? <laughs> sold out. I've sold out your venue four nights in a row. Yeah, we'll pay to three quid for the ice cream. You fucking. Ch- I'd give you an ice cream if you come around my house. I wouldn't charge you as you left. Um, and. Uh, and anyway, so I had this ice cream. It's had all the adrenaline of being on stage because it's 1,700 people. It's quite a scary environment to go Ooh. out in front of. And then they had the ice cream. And then I was like, right, girls, I'm going back on stage. And I was like, no, we want you, Daddy, we want you. And both completely went into a meltdown. And oh, Lou no. had to carry them into the car and they screamed all the way home. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> so poor Lou. That Actually, Lou had a harder second half than me. Doing the gig was a piece <laughs> of piss. But I, honestly, I'd rather have done a five-hour gig and carried on till midnight than have to drive them to home. So poor old Lou did it. But Oh, God. That's what were you saying, John? No, I just had one, one other thing I was going to say ahead of next week's Jubilee. Yeah, I don't even know what I'm supposed to... What, what, what is the Jubilee or what I'm supposed to do? What, 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 what's going got, on here? They've got our daughters really into the Queen at nursery. They look, sure. Same for me. They can't yeah. stop talking about the fucking Queen and singing Jubilee yeah. songs. Wearing red, white and blue. It's like a cult. She loves the Queen now. She absolutely loves the... She, she's drawing the Queen. She's asking questions about the Queen. She wants to go and see Buckingham Palace. So her best friend went, <laughs> yeah. back, to, uh, went back to her parents' house after nursery and said, so, so when are we putting up our bunting? Oh, oh, we haven't got any bunting. No, because of course we haven't got any bunting because it's not 1977, Rob. 
we've got TikTok now. We don't care as much about street party. Are you having a street party? Of course I'm fucking not, Rob. I'm punk rock till I die, mate. <laughs> You know, I don't, our road's too busy for a street party. It'd be awful. Yeah, yeah, we've exactly. got, we've 40 got miles an hour road. road. Yeah. <laughs> vroom, vroom, vroom. Got a slice of cake. Vroom, vroom. Beep, 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 beep. Oh, it's lovely, isn't it? What a career she's had. 70 years. Beep, 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 beep. Fuck off, you mug. <laughs> oh, isn't it nice, the community coming together? <laughs> God, I felt like um, I felt like the um, <laughs> the, the guy out of Police Academy then. Yeah, I know the man. You and your, your accent, you know, your sound effects. Where was it? I was hoping for a siren, do an ambulance. That's what you want. I don't know what that was. That, that was be. Kenneth Williams. That's what that was. <laughs> Right, here we go. I tell you what, to finish the um, episode, do you want a blast of celebrities in small places? Yes. We love these. Okay, here we go. I was on a night out in Sheffield and saw Ronnie O'Sullivan in the spa buying pick a mix. It was oh. just a few hours after he'd won the snooker championship no at the Crucible way. and got a 147. He won £147,000. What a way to celebrate. Wow. Oh, yeah, I'd love to meet Ronnie O'Sullivan. Okay, here's one. I saw Marcel Desilly in Cholton Asda buying wine. Oh, that's a nice one, isn't it? Yeah, Charlton Asda. I wonder what he's doing there, South East London. That's a shit Asda. No offence, Charlton. I've been there. Near a Matterland, big industrial estate. Anyway, big celebrity spotted in an out-of-context place. Scotty Pippin in the bacon Whoa. aisle of a supermarket. Ian Lovegrove. Right, I need a picture or some yeah. more information here. The bacon aisle. The bacon aisle. No, there's no aisle of bacon. Were you in the States or was he... I need to know whether he was in the Amer- in America or the UK. Yeah. We need more here, Lovegrove. Right, I've got a couple. Of- I saw Vanilla Ice standing at the airport in Acapulco from Maria Bringpinder. You saw Vanilla Ice standing in the airport Acapulco? <laughs> sounds like a riddle. <laughs> oh, here we go. This is a good one. I saw Adam Woodyard, Ian Bill from EastEnders at Disneyland when I was seven or eight, 97 to 98. So this is peak EastEnders, isn't it? I asked for his autograph, and as a child, I kid you not, his first words were, for fuck's sake, I get away from the UK for this shit. <laughs> anyway, I've got oh. his autograph between Daffy Duck and Goofy. I mean, oh, wow. don't go to one of the biggest tourist attractions near the UK, barely. Yeah, exactly. I don't think you can go to Disneyland and go, I'm safe from Brits here. <laughs> there won't be any Brits here. We'll be fine. Um, but yeah, that's a good one. Um, right, should we do small business shout outs? Okay, I've got one here. Hey, we are family run award winning bakery making pies, sausage rolls, afternoon teas and much more. We are launching our Father's Day range this week and would love a small business shout out. And that is Piglet's Pantry. So if you go on Instagram, they've only, they're only on Instagram, I think. Piglet's Pantry, P-I-G-L-E-T-S-P-A-N-T-R-Y. This is our only Instagram account, award-winning bakery pies, sausage rolls, afternoon teens, vegan and veg options available, UK-wide delivery. That's good, old Piglet's Pantry. Oh, Rob, I'm out of breath. What happened? I went downstairs to get one that's been sent to me, and I picked up the wrong thing, came upstairs, and now I'm going to have to do that one next week. Also, we should be clear, we don't get sort of loads of freebies from these. I've, I've, I've not got any freebies. No, no, so like, don't think that we're just getting freebies and we're... T- 
giving them shout outs. We don't really do that. No. These are just people that have emailed in. I've got no idea if this bakery is any good, but they seem nice people. <laughs> yeah. I mean, everything we're promoting could be dog shit. But with this section, you have to take into account we have no knowledge if this is any good or not. But good luck and all the best with your company. Uh, should I do one? Should yes. I do one? Random one. Hey there. Love, love, love your podcast. It's a welcome to Strap. Blah, 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 blah. Can you give our small business a shout out? My sister and I run Purely Organised. We come to homes and declutter and organise rooms, leaving your home fully transformed. We're both mums and understand how difficult it is to find time to keep on top of your home and it's often the first thing to get dropped when you are busy. Oh, welcome to my world. So, whether you need hand decluttering, toys, clothes, kitchen bins, etc. Kitchen bits, not kitchen bins. And making your home look super organised, tidy and levelled, please get in touch. We have some amazing before or afters on our Instagram account too. www.purelyorganised.co.uk there we go. Also, another shower. If you've got any questions for my parents and Josh's parents, and also Rose and Lou, and any questions for Michael that are going to go yes. into our Parenting Hell book. They're the three bonus chapters, aren't they, Rob? Well, yeah, a lot of people have been sending in um, questions for Michael. So if you've got any questions for Michael about making the podcast and what it's like listening to this as a childless yes. man. Um, does, it, <laughs> does it make you want to be a parent? Do you think differently about parenting than you did two years ago? Yeah, I think he's a. Uh, Who his would you like to be, your dad, Rob or Josh? <laughs> but yeah, if you've got any questions for Michael, the producer, our wives or our parents, email them in. The um, email address is in the description. Um, it's parentinghellbook at Bonnier Books, and Bonnier is B O N N I E R books.co.uk. So you can email those questions for Rose and Lou. We've got loads of Rose and Lou. So mum and dads and Michael would be greatly appreciated. And you could feature in the book if you leave your name, age and location. Um, Josh, um, I'll speak to you on Friday. Goodbye. Goodbye.